Welcome, everybody, in the world to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around God's beautiful blue green orb that we call planet Earth. I am Michael Dupree, the most handsome guy you know. It is March 23rd, the day of our Lord. It is the last month, or, or, or is it the last week? It's the last month ever. It's the last it ends month this. ever. Rest in peace months. <laughs> now on, we're just going to a number system. It's yeah. day 324 yeah. of what? This year? <laughs> I wonder if that, I think that would probably, do you think that would make the year seem longer or shorter? I feel like it'd probably make it seem longer. Really? Because, I mean, like, think about, like, you're ticking down, like, the months and, like, it, it, the days kind of, like, shoot past when it's just, like, seven yeah. days in a week. But, like, when it's just one long number, it's, like... What day are we on? But then on? you're like, oh my god, it's already day 123? Wow, I feel like that went by really fast. Well, I mean, time's all relative and nothing's real anyway, That's so what true. does it matter? That is true. <laughs> if yeah. you never listen to <laughs> How will I know when my birthday is? Yeah. It's on day oh, oh, 374. My yeah, my birthday's... Wait. 374, yeah. <laughs> I don't get a birthday! <laughs> if you've never listened to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour before... <laughs> if you've never listened to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour before, it is, in fact, an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, directors, writers, and more. Many, many things. They're all great. God, I almost have to do a Trump impression. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. There's nothing I hate more. There's three things I really hate. It's Trump impressions, Gollum impressions, and Jar Jar Binks impressions. Uh, uh, they are the, the awful trifecta. Um, I, I've been, I know very few people who could do a good Trump impression, and I am not one of them, even though I've done one in a sketch show before, and I'm very embarrassed of it. I've actually done... No, I've done I've done a Bernie impression at a, a sketch show, and I've done a Trump impression in an online video sketch. So I hope nobody finds that because it's very embarrassing. <laughs> uh, this is also the world's only mandatory podcast. Wait, did I even Michael the Pre-Variety Hour is the only <laughs> art showcase and comedy show? I don't remember if I said this part or not. You guys know the deal. It's also the world's <laughs> only mandatory podcast. <laughs> so welcome back, everybody. In the world. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Moms. All moms in the world. Welcome, except for the criminal moms who don't listen to this because they want to go to prison. Or are in prison. Or Well, they get they, it's blasted in the speakers at oh. prison. So prison, prison population is actually our highest uh, success rate of listen listenership. Perfect. So... But then again, like all, most of the people in prison are in prison because they didn't listen to the show. Ah, yep. So, that, that's the real reason why the United States prison population is so high. It like, was already high, but the incarceration rate has honestly tripled since uh, this show has started, <laughs> which I'm not proud of. Uh, but it is what it is, you know. You know like the rules are the rules. This was mandatory, and like you don't make them. And it's not just it's not just the United States prison uh, population, but it's the entire world. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's not necessarily tied to directly to the prison industrial complex. It's just people gotta listen. You gotta man. listen. It's mandatory. Yeah. It's it's in the it's in the tagline, guys. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Are you hinting that there's a podcast industrial complex? <laughs> hey, hey, we don't talk about this. 
We don't talk about this. Later on, we will be playing our favorite, uh, a new fan favorite game, uh, Wikipedia on Shuffle. Uh, so uh, get excited about that. Also, later on, we will be joined. Uh, I don't. Uh, he, I think you guys will be very excited. He's an entertainment figure. Uh, very exciting. He's a mogul in in many ways. Uh, he's an icon. Uh, so very excited to have him on. Uh, that's all I'll say about it for now. I just think you guys are gonna be very excited. I'm excited to have him on. I I've been a fan of him since I was a child. I think we all are. Very wholesome, sweet man. Uh oh. Oop. I I figured like well. I mean, not even really a man. I've said too much. I've said too much. It's it's gonna be very good. Very exciting. <sighs> Very exciting. But right now, we are joined with by friends of the show, uh, two-time Michael Dupree Variety Hour attending <laughs> guests. <laughs> Please welcome Ben and Torin of Water Fountain Coins. Water Fountain Coins. How's Hello. it going? Indie no. rock duo Water Fountain Coins. Yeah. How's it going, guys? How, how are the wishes going? Uh, pretty good. I mean, like, honestly, like, we didn't, like, when we started this band and went, went, thought, like, yeah, we're getting great wishes that are tossed in water fountains, we never really, like, checked to see how many water fountains were in the There's world. There's a lot of water fountains. There's more than two of them, I found out. And you know what? People have also been throwing, I see people throw them in, like, like shallow lakes and rivers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we don't, we don't count Yeah, those. that doesn't Waterfalls. Count. Uh, we yeah. ha- we specifically like actually beat those people up for okay, like throwing yeah. coins I was into very the upset. Wa- wild uh, population. My here. my yeah. wife and I uh, on our honeymoon went and saw some uh, waterfalls um, in the UP, and they're you know like the top of the waterfalls. So like it's a shallow water, you know, it's just going over. And there's a ton of coins. I'm like, why are you doing this? Why are you throwing? <laughs> why are you th- littering in a in a natural resource? <laughs> yeah, me and Torin specifically just emerge from those, and we just chuck the coins back at people. Like see, people that. people forget that coins, like yeah, they're made of metal. <laughs> yeah, that'll hurt if you get. Yeah. Want to hit you in the face? Well, I mean, we, we it isn't always just the two of us. We've got a um. A clan of mermen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so we, so we have some contractors that we work with to mm. reject coins from water. Sub contractors, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But um, it gets kind of complicated come tax season. But it's. I mean, it's all in the name of uh, coinage. So yes, very fair. Uh, so let's let's have you guys reintroduce yourselves. I, you know, regular listeners of the show would, might might remember you, but it's been a few months. Uh, so let's have you uh, say who you are, what you do in the band, and if you could create a brand new coin, what would it be worth, and uh, how much, and uh, who would be on it, or what would be on it? Okay, uh, I'm Benjamin James Shotwell. I'm the lead singer of the band Water Fountain Coins, and I forgot everything else you asked me. <laughs> what uh, if you could create a brand new coin? What would it be worth, and who would it be on it? Uh, who or what? If I could create a, new, a brand new coin, it would be worth $20, but it would also be like the size of a hockey puck. <laughs> it's made out of solid steel. Oh, God. And I would put Andrew Jackson on it. And here's why. Uh-oh. Because Andrew Jackson is insane. Uh-huh. That man, like, he, he there's no reason why we should have elected it. Like, in yeah. modern days, there's no way he would have been elected. Uh-huh. Or so I would hope. But, like, well, I mean. guy, diehard just crazy guy when he got to the White House. This man dueled way too many people, and that's why I feel like it's only appropriate that we give him a solid metal hockey puck size. Murder weapon. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. So if you're getting mugged and someone goes like, give me all your money, you can be like, 
all right, all I have is $40. Whatcha? <laughs> and you get him with that first $20. He goes like, I'm sorry, do you want the rest of my money? And then you have the next five-pound solid brick of steel, mind you. I don't want this to be made of, like, gold or anything like that. Like, that's crappy. That's flimsy. It's just you dense, just, dense steel. It's just super dense steel. Like, po- you have to carry it with a hand. Oh, you can't Lord. put it in a pocket or anything. Yeah, it'll <laughs> tear a pocket right out of your pants. It is 20 pounds. It will It will also encourage saving money because who's going to carry that around? Like, yeah, debit cards exist now, but, like, think about it. Like, people who don't have debit cards who only go in cash systems, uh-huh. like, think of how much that is going to save them money by going, like, I can only carry $20 with me. It. You can't lose it. <laughs> right. You take your jacket off and you just break your floor and you're like, oh, there's my money, yeah. Also, <laughs> it's exercise. Yeah, there you go. It keeps us, in hel- it keeps us, he- keeps us healthy. You know, it boosts the spirit. I love it. <laughs> and uh, Torn, what about you? How, uh, who? Well, who are you? So, <laughs> what do you do in the band? And, and what's your answer to the question? Yeah. Oh, so my name's Torin. I uh, play other instruments. <laughs> like yeah, some, all of them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I'm, He's I'm, lead singer. You're miscellaneous. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, like uh, on recordings, I'll play drums, bass, guitars, uh, keyboards, percussion, backing vocals. Um, audio engineering, all that fun stuff. Um, promoting, managing, maintenance, <laughs> financer. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. We, it's basically, basically the organization of the band is Ben brings the creativity and the energy and I bring the structure and organization. So, cool. uh, it's like, Yin it's, Yang. Yeah. exactly. It's a great, um, we make a great partner, like great partnership because we both bring such different things to the table and basically fill in each other's cracks. Oh, um, yeah. It's also why we try to kill each other constantly. Oh. Yes. Um, there, there have been, speaking of duels, uh, there have been a few. Um, unfortunately, no one has come out the victor in any of them. Great. So we can still be a band. Uh, Turns out neither me or Tor know how to shoot a musket. <laughs> but, what about the coin? What, what would it be worth and who would be on it? Who so, or what? The coin would be worth twenty nine or two for fifty, and it would have <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Allen himself on it. <laughs> that is really great. I love that. Oh yeah, man! Got to feature Mr. Allen himself. <laughs> it's only right. It's, it's only fair. You may be wrong, but it's right. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about you guys. How have you guys been since uh, since you were last on? We're really good. We actually just finished recording our first full length album, and it's coming nice. out April eleventh. April eleventh, and it's called uh, uh, "Poorly Planned Incident." That is correct. Oh yeah, Very, yeah. finally, it's coming. Yeah. yeah, it's almost here. In fact, it's uh, in, at the time of the release of this episode. We're only like t- what two two and a half weeks out. Two and a half weeks away from like the release. Yeah show at the Plymouth Coffee Bean. Oh, oh, I love the Plymouth Coffee Bean. And then uh, April 19th, we have a full, because the Coffee Bean will be an acoustic performance of the set, but then uh, April 19th at the Blind Pig, we have a full electric version where we're going to have uh, auxiliary band members to just fill out the band sound. How does that work? Like, uh, do you, do do you, like... How long do you give those band members to like to so, learn the parts? Like, so, uh, me, so we've when got, to, when, yeah, we've we've got a few um, a few bases that that we work with. It's really more depends on 
um, who's available. Uh-huh. Um, but they're like they're all like up to speed as far as the parts go. Uh, so it's like whoever's available, uh, like we'll we'll book them for the show, and then we'll rehearse a couple times um, before, and then like just in general rehearse um, <clears throat> periodically just to keep them up to speed. We've um, we've been blessed enough in like where we are in like uh, Michigan to be surrounded by a lot of really top quality musicians who not mm-hmm. only know how to play their instruments, but know how to play music in a more general sense of not just how can I play the song my way, but how can I play the song for what it is? Mm-hmm. And uh, like Torin, like how Torin was mentioning earlier how he does everything else in the band. Uh, I, I'm the singer and songwriter, so I play like the acoustic guitar and sometimes the electric guitar, but Torin helps fill out the arrangement and writes out those pieces and then gives them to our... Uh, our auxiliary musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really our auxiliary musicians. They're just musicians who play with us. But Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about this new album. Uh, it's called Poorly Planned Incident. And um, so what are some ways... Okay, so like a, for, like a debut album is... I mean, that's pretty huge, you know? Like especially for a project that you're passionate about. And um, I mean, I think it's really good. Um, so what are some ways that you like challenge yourselves to make it this first album something that you can look back on and be proud of that that was your first album it's not just it's not just something like okay let's just get an album out there you know um, right we we took a fair bit of time on getting it together um like there there were even a couple songs that we tried to get uh get recorded for it that we were just like well hold on to these songs because they're still great songs they're just not coming together yet yeah um it's the thing that happens sometimes um <clears throat> but it's like Ben is really a fantastic songwriter and yeah. like I said I he, he's he's the one that brings that creativity to the table and I um and so I don't know where I was going <laughs> with that but uh I was just I, I think like we've we've spent so much time with the songs, um, because all all the all the stuff that's on the album is stuff that that we've had around for a while, um, and so, so so we've had time to really figure out what how we want the sound the songs to sound, mm-hmm. and and so then when it came time to really bring them to the studio, we we had a we had a pretty clear vision as to what we wanted. And that that makes a huge difference. If you don't know what you're going for, how are you going to get there? Yeah. So when I when I was putting together uh, the track list for the album, I remember we rewrote that like a number ten, of times, like yeah, ten times that I have like a list of. Yeah, because like I remember we wrote out every single song we ever wrote, and we're just plugging them in different orders as if it was like some cipher. Like we were gonna like be like, oh, that's where King Arthur's buried. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> Uncover the secrets. And, like, I remember, uh, about halfway through, like, trying to put the set list together, I started watching a bunch of, like, art, uh, like, uh, deciphering art pieces. And, uh, it, it was talking about, like, uh, Shakespearean plays. And I got really, really interested in, like, this idea of how Shakespeare would arrange his plays. Because a Shakespearean play doesn't start with... Uh, you know, last time we were here, we were talking to Will Wheatley about this, uh, or <laughs> Wet Wheatley, yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no one will get the inside joke that I'm just, 
And it's even worse because, like, he knows he could just jump out at any minute. No. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, the way Shakespeare would arrange his plays is, like, it would always start. <laughs> he would always arrange them with, uh, it would start off with this opening dialogue. And the opening dialogue would always tell you everything that was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. it was, when you went to see Romeo and Juliet, it would start off with, hark, what a tragic story this is. Yeah. The love, the life, the death of Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And it's not phrased that way. It's phrased much more eloquently because it's Shakespeare and he can't make a sentence shorter than five minutes, much like me. And uh, <laughs> um, But he would always lay out what would happen. And then the opening act, he would act like the audience doesn't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And he was a real big master of like, it's not deceptive irony, uh, situational irony, where like the audience knows what's going on and people don't. And that's what I did with the album, where this the album starts with 20s as that prologue, but it doesn't I don't really feel like it starts until the first track of uh I want to say it's I and You. That's the second track, yeah. Yeah. So um, I and You is kind of like the start of the album and it ends with Miss Misery, and all of the songs therein kind of tell their own part of that story. But there's another song on the album that was equally important to me in this whole Shakespearean arrangement and it's the song on the album called anger Mm -hmm. it's not a full-length song uh it's i for the longest time i only ever looked at it like an opener to miss misery but it was kind of like a self-contained thought that didn't really need a conclusion it was just energy building and it was in shakespearean plays there would be this moment where they would rehash and like retell what was happening in the story but in a matter of ways to set up understanding for this last climactic bit. Uh, And that's what anger was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like a retelling of all of the bits of the story of finding love in I and you and losing it in Hermit Crab, finding hope in uh, Anhedonia and uh, losing it in uh, Castles in the Air, finding joy in all these things but then losing them somewhere else because you're looking at the wrong thing. But anger was supposed to be this moment right after my favorite song on the album and also the song that's most important to me and the song that I can't listen to uh, of Hold On, Things Shouldn't Be This Way right before Miss Misery. And if you guys want to hear that song, listen to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour that we played last time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the song that comes right before that anger. episode 149 yeah. or something like that. <laughs> The song that comes right before Anger is kind of the antithesis of the album because the album was set up to be, from start to finish, a story and a telling all leading up to two moments. And the two moments on the album for you guys to listen to when it comes out April 11th is Miss Misery at the end, but right before the end, the song Forgiven. Uh, um, Poorly Planned Incident was... sentence that came to me after like watching uh top gear (laughs) where uh while they were driving they went like what if we fixed a car with nothing but duct tape and everyone like that's probably a bad idea guess what didn't work Uh, and i think james may went like well this was a poorly planned incident and ever since then it stuck in my head of like like identity and imagery and forgiven was supposed to be that it was supposed to be what if you're not that though what if you're not your past? 
And I kind of just went on like a whole rant that didn't really connect. Uh, but Forgiven on the album is the song that is after Carnival, after all of this chaos and anxiety and uncertainty of you have hope and it's taken away. You have joy, but it's dashed. You have peace, but it's disturbed. But what if it wasn't? What if you could recognize that you could grow from that? What if you recognize that you weren't stuck? And that's what Forgiven was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be this moment that you realize that I'm not stuck anymore. And it's followed up by anger. And anger is a question of, wait, why? Why am I putting up with this suffering? Why am I putting up with this? And it leads immediately into Miss Misery of, it's all this guilt. It's all this pain that I'm carrying with myself. It's you, this metaphorical Miss Misery that's following me. So I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy every part of you that is holding me back. I need something to live and die for. Yeah. <laughs> I need something to live and die for, not mm -hmm. just live, but also understanding that it's there's a finite point. And that was the big push of the album of when you guys get a chance to listen to it on April 11th. <laughs> Am I plugging this? I don't feel like I'm plugging this enough. <laughs> uh, I could mention it a couple more times. By the way, April 11th, What's album's going to be out. Al album's out on April 11th? Oh, yeah. April 11th. The album yeah. ends with Miss Misery, and for those of you who have heard Miss Misery, you know that it doesn't end with me still playing guitar. It ends with the chanting of the chorus, yeah. and I wanted it to be that, the understanding that suffering is finite, and at the end, there is peace. Not just at the end of suffering, but at the end of life, and all of these parts of my identity, my faith, my everything, I poured into this album. Uh, Forgiven is also the song that I can't listen to, though, um, because it is the song that I dedicated most to my grandfather, who mm. recently passed, and he was a really good man, and I'm really thankful for everything he taught me, and I really hope I showed what he taught me in this album. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so that got deep. Yeah, I love it though. That's what we're here for. Um, That's what we're here for comedy. Nah, we're, we're and an not, interview. We're not a shallow band. Really we got, strongly, we got stuff going on. Really strongly recommend. I, I can't wait to listen to it on April 11th. You know, I've uh, you know I've heard the songs that you know we pre-recorded the songs that. Uh, we'll be playing later and love them. I, I'm glad Hashtag. that you mentioned that you just said like we pre-recorded them because last time Torin yelled at me for mentioning that I we didn't had yell at you, but hashtag fourth wall. Yeah, fourth wall is shattered. Oh jeez, shattered. Um, and so uh, something else I've noticed um, on your guys' social media, like you guys have a, uh, looks like you've taken kind of a, a break a little bit from social, um, kind of for the month of March, like leading up to the album. So uh, taking a break from kinda... gigging, basically. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. We're not playing any shows for this month, so okay. uh, unless like some, one of our friends asks us to hop on a bill last minute. Um, for the month of March, we took it off specifically just to build up hype for the album mm -hmm. and to like really build our online presence. Yeah. Because uh, that's important. Well, <laughs> I see you guys have been like uh, like uh, improving. Uh, like you've been like being more creative with your online presence. Like you did a like a sketch uh, to, to promote <laughs> a show, which I thought was great. <laughs> um, like it just, yeah, being very creative and, uh, your music video for I and me was awesome. I or I'm you. sorry, not I and you, sorry. <laughs> um, wait, I and who? <laughs> I and I and them. I and, I and someone. 
IRS. That's the new title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> IRS. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I need to file my taxes. Oh my god, me too. Crap. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah. So uh, what? What was kind of the uh, impetus of? I don't know if I use that word right. <laughs> uh. But of like uh, kind of being more creative and uh, humor, using a lot more humor in your in your online presence. Well. Like, a part of it was, what started it all was me and Torin were talking about, like, hey, we're going to get, like, this was months ago, we're going to get a lot more on top of posting and promoting our shows. Mm -hmm. And then later that day, we remembered that we had a show the next day. (laughs) So we went, like, crap, what are we going to do? So we quickly shared the event, and, like, I was really frustrated because I had been telling myself over and over again, okay, two weeks before the show, share, or, like, a month before the show, share the post, let people see it, let people, you know, like, request the day off work. Two weeks before the show, share the event again, really kind of boost it, you know, so that way people who can last minute get it off work yeah. can get it, and other people who just need a reminder that the show is happening. One week before the show, post, like, post it again three days before the show, day before the show, day of the show, so that way everyone knows it's there and you yeah. can get last minute people. And I was really frustrated with myself for not doing that. But then later, like, when we woke up the next morning, I ran downstairs to Tori and I'm like, Torin, I have an idea for an advert. And we immediately filmed this advert, and it was just going, like, water fountain coins at the Plymouth Coffee Bean? Me and just going, like, yeah! And, like, pulling a guitar out of an oven. And, like, uh, with special guest Eric Moore, and I'm pulling another guitar out of a trash can. I'm like, yeah! And then Torin going, like, should we have made this advertisement way sooner? And both me and Torin turning to the camera going, like, yeah! Shut up. and that was it and then we realized like hey this has a lot of camp value to it but that's camp sells yeah like that's it's fitting for us especially (laughs) so with the title of the album uh being poorly planned incident that's kind of the theme yeah that's That's like we're (laughs) that's your motif (laughs) we're deliberately doing it wrong right so like in that moment we decided like what if we used cardboard to promote ourselves because like it fits it's like the the whole point of Poorly Planned Incident was kind of like life in your 20s, which is why the first song is 20s. And like it in your 20s, you're just moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry to break the fourth wall for some of you, but like when you're in your 20s, you're just going to go a lot of places. You're not going to want to go to half of them. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> True. You just kind of got to be on autopilot a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so let's hear this first song. Uh, what which What is this first song called? This first song is I and You. Yes, and what's this one about? This first song, <laughs> it's about being in a relationship and finding fulfillment in that relationship. Awesome. And there's a lot of irony in me saying that, and I won't <laughs> say why, but people who know, know. Uh, <laughs> but it uh, it started off with, oh crap, I do kind of have to reveal. Well, well no, I don't. Uh, I start- mean, and it's not just about finding fulfillment in the relationship, but also like being torn away from it to... Be a musician. Yeah. And, like, it's called I and You for everyone who gripes about me over, like, that's not proper spelling, that's not proper grammar. It's called it's I and You. It's almost like that's intentional. Yeah. It's called <laughs> I and You because at the time I was dating a girl who was going to Indiana University. IU. Ah. So. That's not even bad grammar anyways. Yeah. And, like, it, it just worked out super well of, like, oh, this is cute. You know, like, she goes to IU, so, like, the song I'm going to write that's my first love song is I and you because uh-huh. I thought it was clever. That is clever. I, I'm uh-huh. funny, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so here is Water Fountain Coins with I and you.
What a song. What a tune. What a guy. Uh, we are about to bring on our next guest, but wait, uh, before we do, uh, we are, my cousin Eddie has been uh, traveling the world or traveling the country trying to find people who know the Mike the Free Variety Hour. He hasn't had a lot of luck, uh, but uh, last time we caught, saw him, he kind of got into a pickle in Disney World, and uh, he said he was coming north again, but I uh, haven't heard from him. So let's find, let's check in with my cousin Eddie on Eddie's Update. Welcome to another Eddie's Update. I'm your host, Eddie, Michael's cousin. I gotta tell you, I think I made the wrong turn and wasn't in Albuquerque. I'm somewhere real cold. They're saying, they said it was, it was the place was gonna be green, and it's not. I think it's called Greenland. It's very cold up here. I saw, I saw a penguin with its nostrils frozen. It's really cold up here. The person I left, uh, oh, I can't remember her name. The person, oh, what's her name? I, I'm just gonna call her Matilda. 
That was my favorite movie when I was a kid. She was able to move stuff with her mind. Oh, and I bet at some point she figured out that she could move time itself. And that's something I wish I could move back as well. See, Matilda's parents, they were so abusive to her. They didn't care, they neglected her. <laughs> My aunt is a lot like them. Always took her cell phone away from me, even though I kept ordering jets and she would eat it anyways. And now I'm here in the cold. I ate all my Fritos, every single one. As it turns out, Fritos are really cheap in Canada. I went through a place called Nova Scotia. That's where I left Matilda. She met a French guy. She kept calling him Justin Trudeau. She kept saying, Hola! Hola! I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not French, but I'm not an expert. And now I'm here in the cold. I think I see someone off in the distance. He looks like an ice fisherman. He's, he's got something. He's got a, it's, it looks like it's a seal. Sir! 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 Do you know where I am? What are you doing here, kid? You're in the wrong side of the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying. See any neighborhoods, but I guess that would mean you're in my neighborhood, kiddo. This is my ice pond, you see. Oh, it's your ice pond? Yeah. Does it have your name on it? Yeah. What you, you see this sign? What's it say? Crazy Rick's Ice Pond. Man, you must be Crazy Rick. Oh, that's right. You see, I came out here in Greenland to make claim on my own ice pond. And I didn't do it for no no good, crazy, kooky-looking goobers to come over here and stake claim on my lane. Crazy Rick! Crazy Rick, are you doing it again? What do you are want, you, Ma? Are you telling the people you own the pond? I own this ice lake. He does it. Oh, my God. Crazy Rick, I put, I put a pot of apple juice on. Go get, go get yourself a warm apple juice. Let me handle the man. I'm watching you, Cooper. I'm watching you. I... You're still in my line of sight, so of course you're watching me. There's no there's no buildings around here. Let me tell you, you can't get mixed up with my son. Oh, it's your his mother. Can't you stop they him? They don't call him Crazy Rick. He won't be in there very long to get the apple juice. He's very fast with it. He'll be back any second. Could you get him get me a apple juice? No. I'm parched. I put his Benadryl in there. I've been drinking dirty ice. All Listen day. to me. Whatever quest you're on, whatever you're doing, it's not worth it. Turn back. Oh, my quest. Have you ever heard of the Michael Dupree Variety Hour? Forget what you know. <laughs> Forget everything you know. About because guess what? You've turned over the crossing line. And if you don't turn back soon, everything you know will vanish like Marty in Back to the Future. I can't find the apple oh, juice. God. Oh, God. <clears throat> Where is the apple well, the juice? The dog must have grabbed it. Hey. Ah! Listen, he's going to be getting very angry. I would be getting out of here if I were you. I'm the only one who can tame him. I guess I guess the only thing that, that makes sense 
and why I need to go back for my life to fade is to fight Justin Trudeau. Listen to me. Fight who you have to. Take down whatever obstacles you need to because your life is what's most important. You can start with me, buddy. Oh my God, put that gun down, crazy I'm Rick. not gonna put the gun down. This man is standing right next to my ice hole. And if anyone's gonna stand next to my ice hole, it's gonna be me and my mom. Hey, does that gun have a, uh, some ice in it in the hole? What? Don't pull the trigger, bye! Oh, my son, you better run because now the cursed lands have now heard the gunshots of a betrayer. Michael, uh, Michael, it's, you, it's your cousin Eddie. I really need the help, I'm in a jam! Yeah, baby. Uh, well, uh, looks like Eddie's in I a... Hope- He's in a real pickle. Yeah, I really hope that thing that happened it works out. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. not just a regular cucumber. That's a full-on pickle. <laughs> I hope he doesn't get a. I hope he doesn't get hypothermia. That's all I'll say. Uh, <laughs> and now we. Oh God, I, I cannot tell you guys how excited I am for this. Uh, he is a our next guest. He is an entertainment. He is maybe the most recognizable entertainment figure in history. Uh, in the world, uh, he is a mogul, a business genius. Uh, everyone, please welcome Mickey Mouse. Ho ho! Hi, it's me, Mickey Mouse. Hi, oh. Mickey Mouse. And now, for you know, uh, you uh, you are you're here in the flesh. Yeah. You're Mickey, like really. That's what it, I just said. Ho ho! I can't believe like, you oh, are. Sorry. You are horrifyingly large. I have to say, he that. is oh. a lot bigger than I thought he would be. Ha ha! Um, you know. It's like the Tom Cruise thing, except opposite. Oh. Yeah. Why are you seven feet tall? I need. Yeah, to know. I was expecting a, like a three foot tall. Well, maybe. I was I was expecting like six and a half feet tall. Really? So I'm, a, I'm a little surprised. Huh. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, just animation, man. You know, it, it's a lot harder than it looks. Okay. So uh, goofy is like like. A, a, I don't want to go into goofy. It's about me. I'm here right now. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Okay. Seems Fair like enough. you got some beef there. Are you sure? Like... No, I'm positive. <laughs> okay, it's salami then. Okay, cool, 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 cool. What? So <laughs> I'm here. It's beef and salami. Oh, okay, I got you now. Look at this so, guy; he's funny. So Shit. you reach out to me, actually, Mickey Mouse, to yeah. come on. Yeah. Um, which I'm very excited about uh, because you know I've been a fan of yours for my entire life. Oh, thank you. I've been a fan of yours for your entire life as well. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. But I just want to say, you know. I knew this was a, a mandatory podcast, yes. and I feel like a lot of people have this image of me, you know, as like... Yeah, this you're like van- wholesome and sweet. Well, a uh, square, you know, like a vanilla square, you know? Oh. It's like, it's not fair, because Bugs Bunny, you know, he's real cool, and yeah, he never starts a fight, but he can finish it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Kermit the Frog, he's a leader, yeah. and he's got that cool dom-sub relationship with Miss Piggy. Wait, what? I mean, it's really obvious that he's taken it from her, right? I didn't. That's not how that's I That's not how you read that? Because that's how I read it. No, that's not how I read it. Really? Yeah. She does karate on him all the time. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm I, blowing out your mics. I never thought of it that way, I guess. I mean, who I do you think is in charge in that relationship? I, I guess, guess I mean, that's one way to get a pork chop. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a colleague of yours, so you gotta be careful, right? 
Uh, Kermit? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think it's pretty open. I don't think it's a secret or anything. Right. Okay, so what's your point? You're talking like, they, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call you a square, but I'd say you're wholesome. I, I just innocent. feel like I've been filtered through, you know, this Disney lens about yeah. how everybody wants to see, you know, me. And I want to come on this independent voice in the ocean that was powerful. You know, everybody has to listen to it or go to jail. So, uh -huh. Yeah. I just want. I just want to say I'm not. I'm not a square. So you're not. So, uh, so you're you're a little more edgy than people. I'm a might little think. more edgy than people give me credit for. I think. Yeah. So what? Like you? Uh, like you smoke cigarettes or like you? Uh... I smoke weed. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> or twenty, baby. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Ho, 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 ho. I, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, it really brings up. You know, weed makes me so fucking horny. I oh. gotta say. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Am I not allowed to swear on this podcast? You can swear. I mean. I'm gonna put we a quarter swear. in the swear jar. There oh. you go. I mean, that's, we can swear. That, that's actually that's the electronics box. You just put live pennies in an electronics box. Oh, yeah, oh god, there's a fire. Mm. Oh, oh. Yeah, just wave it out. It's fine. Uh, I <laughs> last the last thing I would have expected. I, I just wouldn't expect you to swear. That's that oh my bad. Okay, jarring to come out of your mouth. Well, I'm sorry I jarred you. <laughs> It's okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I just want to say, you know, everyone thinks of me as this swell guy, but really I'm a dirty little pervert, you know? Really? Yeah, look wow. at these white gloves, you know? Yeah. I just thought <laughs> Why that do you was... think they're white? Well, I thought it was because, you know, animation styles, like you couldn't have black hands over black body because then you couldn't see them. Well, yeah, but uh, why do you think I want everyone to see my hands so badly then? <laughs> right? It wasn't called Steamboat Willie. It was called Tug Job Willie. That was my original title. <laughs> Tug Job Willie. Tug Job Willie. Really? Yeah, that was what I pitched to them. And they said, okay, yeah, you can have whatever you want. You can whistle and all that stuff. But they cut all of my, they cut all of my dialogue. Well, yeah. I yeah, mean... and they cut the sex scenes. And I just thought it was really kind of a, a rough gig, you know, working yeah. for Waltz. Well, I mean, oh, but... first of all, I'd like to say Mickey Mouse spelled with two E's uh, and mouse like Dead Mouse 5. Why so, is that? Uh, you know, I just changed my name. I wanted some distance, you is... know, from the legally binding <laughs> Disney yeah. Corporation. Is there a space in between Mickey and uh, M Mouse 5? It's an underscore. Okay. Okay. All right. It, isn't it true that you're entering the public domain in January 1st, 2024? Oh, uh,. I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> can a living, we'll can, find out. Can a living being enter the public domain? I mean, he's clearly alive. He's yeah, sitting right for us. I'm right in front of you. Yeah, but I mean. Why like... are you acting like I'm not? <laughs> huh? Well, huh buddy? Oh, my God. All right. He's standing up. He's getting intimidating. Put down the knife. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where'd you get that knife I from? just wanted to cut this cheese. <laughs> oh, like a mouse. <laughs> that knife is passing straight through your hand. Oh, my goodness. Mikey, are you okay? Oh, uh, no, it's cool. I'm in the knife play. It's all good. Oh, Mickey, your fingers are gone. <laughs> Mickey, should we call an ambulance? Shh, no. They're growing back very slowly, and it's very upsetting. <laughs> this is kind of horrifying, actually. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All okay. Right. Let's get back to the interview. Yeah, let's. Uh, okay. I need a, I need a minute. Let's. Uh, Let's reset real quick. Let's reset, guys. I need a, I, my head hurts now. Oh, really? Uh, you I'm, want some weed? That's I'm, good. No, for I'm it. good. I'm extremely nauseated. I will say that's also good with weed again. Uh, I can't. Uh, Four twenty blazing. <laughs> Look, okay, hold on. We gotta stop. We gotta hold on. We gotta hold on. We gotta pause the game real quick. <laughs> I was absolutely not expecting. Uh, you this kind of went way further than I thought they, it would. They yeah. say they say never meet your heroes. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow, I'm a hero of yours. 
You are. That's great. That's great. I mean, I just feel like it's always been there, though. You know, like you didn't know this about me. Think about it. I did not. I okay. I'm sorry, but what about Goofy and Pluto, huh? What about them? Okay, one is walking around and talking, and the other's not. Why do you think? I just think that I thought they were just like different species of dog. No, you know? I no. don't let Pluto talk. Oh no! What? Yeah, he lives with me. He's... Here, Pluto, come here, boy. Come here. <laughs> hey, Pluto. <laughs> hey, He's buddy. Huge too. Oh man! Oh yeah! Why is he making that? Why is he well, making like a curdling sound? He's got sound a muzzle on. That's why. Oh, I see. Yeah, he likes it like that. Aren't uh, you a good boy? You're a good boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, you want some dog food? Eat it off the ground. Yeah. This is disturbing. Oh no, it's all good. He's cool. Look. I mean, he's not just a he's dog. He's wagging his tail. Yeah, well, he's acting like he's a dog. He's yeah. A dog. Well, it's, have you ever heard a pet play? But he is a dog. Well, yeah, so is Goofy. Yeah, but he's like a human dog, like a man dog. This is also a man dog. <laughs> Sit. So Pluto can talk. He Lay has, down. He has the capabilities to, of speech. You mm -hmm. just don't let it happen. Yeah, you want to pet him? No, not anymore. <laughs> okay. He is massive, though. He's pretty big, yeah. <laughs> he's a... It's, it's upsetting. There's essentially a bear-sized dog in this studio, everyone. Yeah. But it is Pluto. It's undeniably Pluto. It it's is. It's exactly what you would imagine. Oh, like yeah. He... Wait, so how does but this... So, okay. How, how is Pluto spelled? P-L-O-D-E-O. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pluto. Pluto. Uh, Good old Pluto. <laughs> and uh, so you... Man, um, you and Minnie Mouse are a couple, right? Yeah, but we're open. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we that... swing. Was that is that something that Disney has covered up too? Yeah, I think Disney's been really honestly. They've covered up a lot of my life. You know, if you ever listen to those old Hollywood, you know, the coverers and all that stuff, they're always taking you know celebrities out of the bath and they're getting drunk and they're alcoholics and uh -huh. they've got you know uh, pregnancies all around town like these guys probably do. <laughs> do you guys have pregnancies all over town? No. Gordon. Mm, nah. Yeah, it sounds like a line. <laughs> Sounds like a line a manager gave him, a fixer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ho, 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 Any other questions? <laughs> I, I got to take, take a minute. Water fountain coins, do you have, do you have any questions for Mickey Mouse here? I really don't. You don't have any questions for me? Am I going to have to conduct my own interview? Mickey Mouse, you don't have any questions for Mickey Mouse. Ben, what do you what, got? What what happened between the fallout between you and Donald Duck? I, I, I I'm curious. You know, we yeah, were Don, lovers. Donald Donald spelled D U N L D. Pardon? <laughs> D you asked me a question. You talk right over me. I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of interview is this? I ought to slap you right in the mouth. Oh man, don't oh. get violent, Mickey. Oh. You want me to tell you a little bit about my past? Sure. With Disney, you know, I mean, I've I've been there from the start. You got questions about Disney? Any of the... Yeah. Yeah, uh, I had totally different visions for all the movies, pretty much. Sure, tell me about some. Uh, what were some movies that uh, you had ideas for and they didn't go with? Well, you know, I mean, they're really, I think the title says it all, right? You know? Like in a movie, that's what that's what you want to hear first. So yeah. even just describing the titles, I think would tell you a lot. Sure. Yeah. You know, like Dumbo, right? Yeah. That's a movie about that sad elephant with big ears. Yeah. I that's wanted a to cute call movie. it Dumb Ho. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Dumbo, I wanted to be Dumb Ho. Why? 
Well, I thought it would be more entertaining. <laughs> well, what Don't the... you? What would you rather watch? A movie about a sad little elephant who gets taken from his mom, or a movie about a dumb hoe? <laughs> well, I want the one about the elephant. Really? Yeah. yeah. I feel like oh. it's, it's much more friendly to my oh. sensibilities. Well, yeah. okay. Well, maybe you're not gonna like this list then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jack and the Beanstalk. Remember that classic Mickey movie where I went up and oh, the yeah. beanstalk? Oh yeah. I forgot, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Fun and fancy free. We were all cutting that bean up, and we all had slivers of the bean. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wanted to call it Jack and the Bean Bean Slit. Bean Slit? Yeah, well... Actually, I thought you were going to say Bean Cock, no, to be honest. No, I wanted to call it Jerk and the Bean Slit. All right, I'm not going to ask about that one. Keep okay. going. You know Mary Poppins? I wanted to call it Poppin' Mary. <laughs> you know Robin Hood? I wanted to call it Throbbin' Wood. You know Peter Pan? I wanted to call it Peter Pan Sexual. You know Winnie the Pooh? I wanted to call it Winnie Does Poo Play. Oh. oh, no. You know, boob. Oh, no, I'm just going to skip Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you know, James and the Giant Peach. I want to call it James and the Giant Puss. You know, and all the different bobs. All right, all right, crabs. all right. I get it, I get okay, it. Okay, you it. know, the Hunchback no. of Notre Dame. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, what's this uh, over here? You know, Hannah Montana. I want to call it Hannah Montana. <laughs> okay, all right. I get it. I get it. I, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> Mickey, this do you understand how reprehensible this is? I uh not really. This is too much. This I is, mean, are you you're not a, sex positive or what? I sure I am, but I I feel like you're doing it to the point where it's aggressive and intimidating. I don't think so. And also it's just not appropriate. I mean, you are a public figure, you are a a, a mascot. Oh, uh, now I'm a mascot. I'm not a person, I'm a mascot. <laughs> First mean, of all, uh you're just all the same, aren't you? Who? You. Me and, you people. Me, me and who? You and the rest of the public. Yeah. You just want me to be a certain way. You don't want me to be me. You want me to be Mickey Mouse. Yeah. yeah oh, that sounds okay. great. Well, I am Mickey Mouse. This is me. I don't like it. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's Could you please change? Oh, 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 I'm sorry, Mickey. No, don't apologize. Oh, 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 I feel really bad. Oh, no, let him feel bad. Oh, 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 is anybody else turned on? No. Nope. That's not what anyone else no is. No one is experiencing that. I'm sorry, Mickey. What is happening? I don't like this. <laughs> oh. 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 You okay, buddy? Oh, yeah. You got a cigarette? No. I got some weed. Can you <laughs> light up? Sure. Okay. That'll make you feel better. Wait. Where's my lighter? Where is your lighter? I don't know. Yeah, you could use the still burning oh, here we go. electric <laughs> box. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. There's something very viscerally wrong with this image. Why? First of all, you took your pants off. Oh, well, you don't want me to be comfortable? No. Hey, Mickey. Winnie the Pooh has his pants off all the time. Yeah, but he doesn't have, like, a, a well, to be frank, like, a extreme, Large, yeah, it's yeah, very, big. It's very big. I'm sorry, my head's the side of your head. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is, uh, has, I don't think, any genitalia. Hmm. Visibly. Well, first of all, Winnie the Pooh's a woman, so oh. that's why you don't see the genitals. I didn't know Winnie the Pooh was a woman. Yeah. Anyways... Can I get back to my no. list? Princess Diaries 2. I wanted to call it Princess Diarrhea 2. <laughs> I like that one, actually. Thank but you. But not Princess Diary 1. No. 
A royal embankment instead of royal engagement. I think it would have been nice. Okay. And Hathaway. I mean, I think, you know, she'd be comfortable with that, right? I mean, no. No? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she told me she was, but I don't know. Maybe she's just trying uh, to please me. I guess maybe you know her better than we do. I don't know. I don't know anymore. We can talk about something else if you don't want to hear about my many properties that I wanted to be well, different, so like ESPN. I wanted to call it ES Seaman, you know? <laughs> Not, you're not very, uh, I'd say there's not a lot of, um, you don't stray from the sexual stuff. with that, Well, with I'm the... a very sexual being, Michael, okay? Well, why did Disney pick you as their mascot if you were this way? Well, who knows? You know, maybe I didn't, well, you know, I kind of did start out this way, yeah, <laughs> to be your honest. Your first one was Tug. I <laughs> wanted to call it Tug Job Willie instead of Steamboat Willie. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I, that's. Honestly, you want to hear about how I met Walt Disney? Probably not, but go ahead. Okay, well, I was at the sex party, right? Yeah. Yeah, at the Detroit House of Pain, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, they said uh, they were going to have a dick tug-of-war contest, and I said, when in Rome, you know? I beat the first guy handily, but the second guy was drunk, and I drugged the rope to the same part in the line, and they weren't calling it. They weren't calling it. So I knew I had to dig deep down. Otherwise, all this rope burn would be for nothing. So I had to just really tug. And I felt like I heard a tear. But, you know, I got him over the line. And that man was Walt Disney. Okay. And Minnie Mouse was in the crowd. Uh, so that's also how I met Minnie. Um. Oh, oh, oh better times. What's this next song that you got to be playing for us called? <laughs> this next song is called Anhedonia. It's a song about the inability to experience pleasure or happiness. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's what the word means. The song is actually, uh, uh, not about that. It's about, uh, oh, oh, okay. trying, to, trying to find, like, joy and understanding in, like, life's many struggles. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Here is Water Fountain Coins with Anhedonia. of my 
But that's all I know how to do I can't keep letting all my walls down Just to set myself up Others I know it's all logical decisions But those are not the ones I choose I can't keep waking up every morning Just to set myself up baby yeah baby wow. <laughs> uh we are back uh joined by water fountain coins and mickey mouse hi <laughs> uh we are uh, we're reaching the end of our show you guys but before we do we have a very fun game we're gonna play uh my computer just died though so my soundboard's dead so not gonna have the the music part of it but it's fine it's okay we it's time to play wikipedia on shuffle yay in this game, I clicked on random articles, uh, the random article button that you find on Wikipedia, and found some great articles with some weird names. Uh, I'll give you the name of the article, and you got to pick from the multiple choice which one it is. 
Oh boy. Make sense? I watch a lot okay. of weird stuff. Uh, all right, let's start with you, Ben. Uh, <laughs> your word is, or your uh, article title is, The Evening Standard. Is The Evening Standard A, a daily tabloid magazine based out of London, England? B, a complex set of rules about meal etiquette established by members of the French bourgeoisie? Or C, the ritual I have with my dad where he comes to my bed and kisses me on the forehead and feast force meets me hot, hot milks? <gasps> Last one. I'm pretty sure it's the second one. You think it's a, a complex set of rules about meal etiquette established by members of the French bourgeoisie? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Ben, you are wrong. I'm sorry. <gasps> oh. The correct answer is A, a, ta- a daily tabloid magazine based out of London, England. <laughs> da da da. <laughs> the London Evening Standard is a local free daily newspaper published Monday to Friday in tabloid format in London, although a regional newspaper does cover national and international news, though with an emphasis on London Center news covering building developments, property pr- prices, traffic schemes, politics, the congestion charge, and in Londoner's da- diary page, gossip on the social scene. Also, the last one was a joke. My dad feeds me cold, cold milks, not hot milks. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Round two. Uh, uh, th- Torrent. Uh, your article title is Final Approach. Uh, is it A, the code name for the landing protocol for NASA's second mission to the moon? Or B, an action thriller movie on the Hallmark Channel starring Dean Cain? Or C, the name I pitched to Getty Lee to name the new Rush concept album before he ran out me out of his mansion with a broomstick? Ooh, I'm going to go with C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Pretty sure it's C. Is that final your, answer. Is that final answer. Final okay. answer. Uh, uh, you are wrong. Gosh <laughs> so darn it. The uh, correct answer is actually B. An action thriller movie on the Hallmark Channel starring Dean Cain. Uh, it's a 2008 Hallmark action thriller movie. Uh, it's starring Dean Cain as Jack Bender. He suddenly finds himself in a hostile. You okay? Who's <laughs> Loving these names. <laughs> Uh, suddenly finds himself in a hostile situation uh, as a group of highly trained and well-armed terrorists led by Greg Gilead uh, sees the airplane on which he is traveling, a Lockheed L-1011 of Infinity Air Flight 732 from Newark International Airport to LAX. Bender must re-immerse himself into a world he thought he'd left behind forever. Um, and by the way, the name I pitched to Getty Lee was Tom Sawyer 2. He's a good boy this time. <laughs> okay, <there laughs> final approach. I was really hoping for C, though. Yeah. Well, I, so it is, I, I did do that, but it wasn't final approach. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. All right. And finally, Hi. Mickey Mouse. Oh. Your article title is Dole Golder. Is it A, an incantation written in the Necronomicon meant to summon faceless, odorless beast men? B, the name of one of Sauron's strongholds in J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth. Or C, the name of my brand new stinky little toy doll. She's a handful because she smells like shit. Can I get the name again one more time? Dol Golder. Dol Golder, and it's either a doll, J.R.R. Tolkien, or... An incantation written in the Necronomicon. In the Necronomicon. I like the stinky doll. (laughs) You think it's it's the name of my brand new stinky little toy doll? I think a doll that stinks is a great idea. It's a great idea. It's sell millions. Really? So that's in the kid's idea of like, hey, you think having a baby is all sunshine and rainbows? Yeah, they're shitting its diaper all the time. (laughs) Is that your final answer? Yes. I'm sorry. The correct answer is actually the name of, is actually B. Uh, it's the name of one of Sauron's strongholds what? in Jarrow Tokens Middle Earth. Oh. Yes, it is his stronghold in Mirkwood. It is mentioned as the the dungeons of the necromancer in The Hobbit. Uh, the hill itself, it, rocky and barren, was the highest point in the southwestern part of the forest. If anyone is looking to invest in my fantastic toy doll, though, hmm. you can check me out. Check out my GoFundMe. Oh, cool! So 
Yeah. <laughs> we don't own uh, Lord of the Rings, so. Yeah? Not yet. Great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 on a quest. I'm on a buying quest, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really want to remake Pootie Tang. Disney's Pootie Tang. That sounds great. I've never seen it, but I know it's good from the title. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Well, yeah. great. Well, thank you guys all so much for being on the show today. Uh, Mickey Mouse, is there any that last things that you wanted to mention or talk oh, about? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I did really want to get to more stuff. You know, I had uh, I I wanted to talk about The Little Mermaid and how it was the best Disney movie. I got the most stuff through besides, you know. Her bottom was a lady and her top was a fish. I think it makes much more sense, you know? <laughs> it does. How is she going to fall in love with a guy, you know, if she doesn't have the tinglys? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but and I mean, also she does in, get legs in the movie. She gets legs in the movie, but she falls in love with him before she gets the legs. Right. And I'm just saying she can't talk for the rest of the movie, you know? It would make more sense if she was a fish who couldn't talk in the first place. <laughs> you know, and they did keep my lyrics in there. It does get better down where it's wetter. You know, and they kept uh, Divine in there. I thought that was cool. They didn't have this where she was suction cupping it all over her, but that's fine, I guess. Uh Anyway, sorry. Oh, I want to promote Detroit Women's Comedy Festival. Yay! Yay, that's coming up in June. Yeah, go see it. Support women like me. Oh. Yeah, great. And Waterfront Coins, where can people find more from you guys? If you want, right now, you can go to the internet. Ooh. And find us. Ask for your, <laughs> ask for your parents' permission ask first, for, though. Ask your local internet provider where you can find. We're on Facebook, iTunes, uh, YouTube, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram under the handle Water Fountain Coins, but on Twitter it's Water Fountain Co. Because we're starting a water fountain manufacturing. Yeah. <laughs> Once if this falls through, <laughs> I mean it's a it's it was always planned as a side gig. Eventually, yeah. it might become the main gig to just manufacture water fountains. We'll we're we're still weighing out options. Like we start off doing it as a joke, like haha, yeah, we're the big water fountain, mm-hmm. but we also sell water fountains. And then like later in our sixties, we're like. Damn it! The bottom line on these water fountains <laughs> isn't meeting demand. How do we sell more water fountains? Fa- Torin, don't look at me. Yeah, I know we need to record the album, but oh. I'm looking at the bottom line we buy, have. Buy, right buy, buy, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> and we're not meeting it. Uh, I'd watch that. But but yeah, we, we have a uh, music music video for I and You. Um by the time this comes out, we'll probably have music video back up for Poor the Planet or uh, lyric video rather. Poil Plan Incident. And we'll also have two singles? One single? Yeah, um, Miss singles Misery. Singles will be there. Yeah, I, I and You is already out as a single. Miss Misery should be out as a single by the time this is airing. So, I, I'll just, fourth wall. Not at all to break the fourth wall, but I'll just have it release on that day. So when this comes out, when you hear this interview, immediately afterwards, not during... Afterwards, remember, it's mandatory. I mean, it is already the end of the show, so yeah. if you want to leave now to go listen to it, it's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Although there is another song that we yeah. have to uh, so. yeah. yeah. If you want to hear that right now, just go to Spotify. Well, don't, like, wait. Like, you impatient yeah. jerk. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> after, after listening to this, after finishing this podcast. But after this, uh, go to Spotify and look up Water Fountain Coins, and you will find our new single, Miss Misery. Awesome. Uh, Great. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. And what is this last song that you guys will be playing for us? This last song is actually not a live acoustic. It is straight from the album. It is the album version of our song, Carnival. What's this one about? So this song is about belonging, but also (laughs) the... (laughs) I just realized how apropos this is. Uh, It's about not letting anyone define 
what it means for you to love yourself. Wow. There you go, go, Mickey. (laughs) Now that song sounds like it could really connect with me. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want pet Pluto? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Roll over. No, please roll back over. No, (laughs) no. Don't want to see a stomach. No, no. no Please roll back over. Okay, roll back over. (laughs) All right, we are back. uncomfortable. Uh, Uh, We we were back next week with... Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. So uh, Carnival is... But it's also about the anger of that. The idea that someone else gets to define you and the idea of if you're going to define me as a freak then I will very gladly be a freak if that means at least I get to be happy because you're miserable but (gasps) hey you're normal so good for you (laughs) perfect (laughs) wow that just sounded like early middle school angst like right at the end there (laughs) it really spoke to me (laughs) (laughs) all right we uh, will be back next week with Jalen Beatty Uh, for now here is Water Fountain Coins with Carnival bye bye
Planet of the Brave Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Amp Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.